This is probably a bad idea, but here we go. Uh, I'm here, so might as well. Am I really about to talk about Burnham and Jesus? Why would anyone need it? Odds are they don't. But it's trending and I can't get it out of my head. All the things that he said. Church, where nerds, geeks, and gamers come together to talk about faith, games, and cynical existentialism, leading to a release of repressed oppression. Um, I mean, Sako. Sorry. I am your nerd pastor, Nate, and I'm so glad that you are here with us. Thanks for watching through that whole intro video. Super cool of you. I know it's a little bit different than what we normally do, but I'm super proud of it. I think it came out really great. And hey, if you like weekly deep dives, be sure to sub and hit that bell to find out when our next one drops. As usual, we're going to start this video with our scripture. This time we're going to be reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. As always, I'll be using the NRSV. That's my preferred translation. It's what's going to be on the screen. But if you have a translation you prefer, feel free to use that as well. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore we do not worry, saying, what will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. Okay. Whew. It has taken me two weeks to put this one together. Admittedly, most of that is crying in the corner, but it's also because I want to be incredibly careful with the ground which I tread upon. See, I actually had two messages written at one point. One was calling out my Christian peers as kind of being the cause of Bo's cynicism towards God, but that didn't really serve anyone. Checkpoint isn't really for existing Christians, it's for the rest of us that have either felt sidelined or ostracized or disinterested with the status quo. So instead, I decided on this video. You see, I am convinced that in his journey into 
self-discovery, Bo has stumbled upon some of the wisdom of Jesus. Before we get started, what are we actually talking about? If you, by some miracle, made it through our musical intro without being like, well, this is different, then let me inform you that we're talking about Bo Burnham's latest comedy special, Inside, which debuted on Netflix on May 30th of 2021. The special is very unique in the sense that it is written, performed, filmed, and edited by Bo Burnham alone in a single room. This was done because of quarantine forcing everyone on planet Earth indoors for over a year. The special is debatably a comedy, with most of the songs being brutally honest looks into the life and culture of those of us on the internet. Given my personal proclivity towards this medium, I am starting an internet church. Burnham's honesty is particularly biting towards my own journey. But who is Bo Burnham? Well, some may disagree, but I can't help but see Bo as a YouTuber, comedy singer, songwriter that blew up back in 2006 after getting picked up by Comedy Central when his videos seriously popped off. Since then, Bo has produced three major comedy albums, dozens of songs, a television series, and even made his directorial debut with Eighth Grade. There are a few hallmarks of Bo's performance style that pop off a good bit, such as his cynicism, and that pretty much leaks into everything that he does. He's been bitter at the world since he first started performing music online at 15 years old, and he's always been willing and capable of sharing that perspective with humor and with biting criticism. Inside is certainly no exception to this style, but it is a noticeable shift. There's something different going on here. I don't know if you picked up on it as well. And it's not just that it's Bo performing in a room alone. His performances have always been precise and planned and polished, so that really wasn't the difference. In fact, it could be argued that Inside was the most similar technologically to his OG days on YouTube. Bo started out as being his own main filmographer. That part of it really wasn't different either. I think what's changed between this special and Make Happy back in 2016 is Bo himself. As he tells us in the highlight song of All Eyes on Me. Five years ago, I quit performing live because I was beginning to have uh, severe panic attacks while on stage. I spent that time trying to improve myself mentally. And you know what? I did. I got better. I got so much better that in January of 2020, I thought, you know what? I should start performing again. And then the funniest thing happened. So maybe that's the difference. Maybe Bo has gotten better and he discovered something new along the way. Not saying that what Bo is presenting isn't genuine, but maybe a good deal of the lyrics and storytelling presented in this special aren't actually autobiographical. They're explorations into you and me and our reaction to the year we've spent cooped up. Maybe the change is something else entirely. Before we get too much further, let's see what in the world Jesus could possibly have to do with Bo Burnham. So our scripture for today comes from the Gospel of Matthew during one of Jesus' sermons. And admittedly, this passage is taken out of context like a lot. How many bumper stickers have you seen that say something along the lines of how many times the Bible says, do not worry or do not fear? Yeah, the Bible does say that, but why? In Bo's song, A Funny Feeling, he encapsulates more than a dozen fears the current generation should have. It makes sense to fear. It makes sense to worry. More often than not, this scripture gets abused to retort the very real nature of mental health. I still see Christians today talking about Jesus being the only thing that can cure your depression or anxiety. In case you haven't heard this before, that's dead wrong. And Jesus wouldn't have said that either, in my personal opinion. But my opinion aside, that's definitely not what Jesus is saying in this passage. Jesus is quoted here as having said that those hearing this message are so worried with dressing themselves, eating and drinking, that they're worrying themselves into a tailspin. Sounds a bit like irrational worry, doesn't it? Jesus then gestures to the animals, the birds, and the flowers surrounding those hearing the sermon. And he says, hey, look at all these things. They don't worry. They just trust and know that they'll be provided for. They'll be given what they need. And that's a nice sentiment, right? Don't sweat the small stuff because God's got you, Holmes. Well, yes, but no, that's still not quite it. Notice how this passage kicks off with 
with this phrase. Therefore, I tell you. Well, that implies that this isn't the beginning of an argument. It's the end of one. So where did this get started? Well, this whole sermon in chapter six is rooted in one major word, focus. Jesus says to give to the needy because the needy need it, not because you want praise for it. Pray in private. Don't even let others know when you're praying. Don't even tell people when you're fasting. Keep that to yourself. Do it for the right reasons, not so that others know how good you are. Hey, don't store up any treasures here on earth, but store up treasures in heaven. Is he talking about a heavenly courier service? No, of course not. All these things are getting back to the same point, and it's this in verses 22 and 23. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. Jesus isn't saying to not worry because worrying is bad. Get over your problems because God has your back. Stop taking your anxiety or depression meds and trust in the healing hands of your favorite preacher. He's saying to change your focus. Get your eyes on the prize. Focus on the light. And what is that light? It's to strive for the kingdom of God. Well, what is the kingdom of God? Do I have good news for you? That is kind of the whole thing, my friends. We are so focused on how many times the Bible says not to worry that we're missing the picture of Jesus painting a tapestry of what the kingdom of God is like over and over and over again. The kingdom of God is like a father who welcomes home his betrayer of a son and his jealous older brother with open arms. The kingdom of God is like a man who plants a mustard seed and it grows and provides a home for all and the shade for those below it. The kingdom of God is love and peace and newness. It is a place for us to focus beyond our judgment and our trite truisms and instead offer a focus-filled grace for all people. That is Jesus's message, not blind hope or curative cynicism for modern medicine or doubting the lived experience of IRL human beings, but it's something else to focus on entirely. The truth is that love prevails. A cursory glance at this scripture makes us think that Jesus wants us to not worry, but looking at the text right before it reveals the true nature of this passage. It's not naivete or ignorance. It's focus and clarity. It's serving the proper path. So what does this have to do with Bo? So Bo used to be a bit more outspoken about his atheism, but I remember watching his interview with H3 when it first dropped, and he seemed to have some disdain for his young and edgy self bullying spirituality a bit because he was an 18-year-old bully. As he's gotten older, he just kind of sees organized religion as being outside of his periphery. To be frank, Bo already kind of nailed the point here with his song from God's perspective. If you want love, then the love has got to come from you. The truth of Jesus and the truth of not worrying isn't that some magic book or mystical preacher will pray away your sins. It's that you'll actually make a change in your life by focusing on bringing heaven here to earth. Maybe Bo knows more about God than he wants to let on or that he even believes in himself, but he really gets pretty close with this special. Bo offers up clarity from his own perspective of things. He's had the fame. He's had the privilege. He's had the luck in spades. And he's discovering that, you know what? There isn't anything real on the other side. He's not happier because there isn't anything real in stardom or in wealth or in popularity or in praying really loudly or in giving to the needy or in fasting the best or in worrying about your clothes. It's not worth your time. It's not worth your focus. And I think Bo has learned or at least is learning that. What's changed for Bo between make happy and this? I think he's got a new focus. He's still poking fun at his deep down flaws and doubts and thoughts, and we all have those. But overall, I think Bo is more than anything performing a character that doesn't have the focus that he's garnered. And the only way to present that character is by being on the other side of this and offering a life raft to those of us still wading these waters. So maybe he actually could save the world with comedy, but odds are you didn't need to hear about Bo Burnham and Jesus. Did you listen? 
Folks, thank you so much for watching this video. I so appreciate you taking the time. I know this is a bit of a different one, a bit of a strange thing for me to have a take on, but hopefully you didn't mind it too much. And I really do appreciate you watching to the end here. If you want more Checkpoint Church, be sure to join us. We're streaming on Twitch Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. And if you want to join the community, join our Discord, and we're there every single day. Quick question for you. What is your favorite song from inside? Mine has to be White Woman's Instagram because I am also basic. As always, folks, if you liked this video, be sure that you're subscribed to our channel. Ring that bell and like this video so that we can let you know when there's more coming out. With that, I want to end this video as we always do with our three things that we believe to be true no matter who you are, where you've been, whether you're Bo Burnham or whether you're feeling a funny feeling right this very second. We believe these three things to be true about every single one of you. Number one, we believe that God loves you. Yes, you. No matter if you even believe in God, God still loves you. Number two, because of that love, we love you. We want to welcome you into our community. We want to create community with you. We want to get to know you better. And number three, we believe that you, you matter. You are an important person. The world is better because you are in it. But thanks again for watching. I so appreciate your time and I look forward to seeing you sometime soon. Until then, folks, bye-bye. Can you cut the grass? Is that a thing? Maybe 30 bats, are you teaching me something about Pokemon I have never known in my entire 27 years of life? Stop! Are you- I, I, I'm doing it as soon as this is over, and if that is the case, my mind is gonna be warped for good, maybe 30 bats. If you're- if you're trolling me here... Stop it right now!